You are listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast with Sandy Almendares, editor in chief. Turmeric and Boswellia, they're, they're Batman and Robin of herbs. They're both good together, but together they're a powerhouse. So millennials obviously want to see disruption in, in all categories, and we are seeing a lot of that. There's lots of talk about millennials. Brought to you by Supply Side West, September 25th through the 29th. And welcome to the Healthy Insider Podcast. This is a Supply Side West edition of the podcast. I'm Sandy. On the phone, I've got Karen Nielsen, who is the Sales and Engagement Manager for the United States from Innova Market Insights. Hi, Kara. Hi. Hi, Sandy. Well, thanks so much for joining me today. At Supply Side, Kara will be speaking on the Supply Side Central stage, and she'll be giving two presentations. The first one will be on healthy aging supplements, and that's going to be on Wednesday, September 27th at 1 p.m. And then the next day, on Thursday, September 28th, also at 1 p.m., she'll be covering sports nutrition in foods and beverages. Um, for this podcast, we're going to focus on that first topic of healthy aging supplements um, and just give a preview of what she'll be covering on the central stage. Um, so my first question, Kara, is what is your background covering trends and what categories does Innova cover? Innova has been tracking trends in new food and beverage products and supplements for the last 25 years, and the company covers every category. Uh, we have a database that has been constructed over these 25 years with um, right now we're currently adding close to 300,000 new products every year globally to this database and capturing all the information from ingredients to positionings to packaging. Uh, and we use that data to look at what's happening around the world, what the emerging claims are, and then how they grow and how they move around the world. Myself, I have been tracking trends uh, professionally for the last 11 years. Uh, prior to that, I worked in the culinary world as a pastry chef, so I was making the trends in a way by having my hands in the business. So I've been in the, the broader food and beverage industry for uh, several decades now and have been looking at how these trends come up and appear in the marketplace and how they relate to consumers' evolving values, which is also something, you know, when you're looking at a trend and trying to understand why it's growing, in part it's as consumer demographics change, as consumer need states change, that changes what they are looking for in the marketplace, and that's where trend growth comes from. Wow, a pastry chef. How interesting, and what a, a, a great perspective it gives you um, being on this end of the business now. Absolutely. Yeah, and looking at how um, even as food and health and the helpful ingredients that are in food and understanding why people ate certain things that they did for various uh, health and pleasure reasons, it definitely helps to have a culinary point of view as well as uh, an understanding of kind of why people make the choices they make and what's important to them. And all of that then becomes reflected when we track the trends, which is great uh, with Anova Market Insights, we have a terrific amount of data that really uh, paints a picture of what's happening in the landscape in all of these different categories and the supplement space and being able to see what's happening in other parts of the world. Um, if you recall, when we first think about probiotics, they came 
from Japan. They were very popular in Japan and as well as functional food. And many years ago, functional food seemed really strange to Americans. And now we just think it's an everyday thing. And so that's sort of how some of these trends happen from this influences in other parts of the world, as well as new scientific research uh, and understanding of ingredients and what they can do for people. So let's turn to healthy aging. How do different groups view healthy aging and how do they view the products that help them age in a healthful manner? So the big thing to think about is the demographic shifts that are happening right now in various countries around the world. And um, so going back to this consumers driving the market, uh, in Japan, for example, the percentage of, of population that's 60 or over is much higher than in other parts of the world. And consequently, this concentration of seniors uh, is a really great place um, to study you know, what are the issues, what are their needs that are arising, because these same demographic shifts are on track for hitting uh, Europe, North America, China, other parts of the world. So when you think about aging, though, of course, what we're also seeing here in the United States especially is we're really focused on health and healthful eating and nutrition, um, even as an aspiration, if we're not always successful at it. So we divide the groups um, thinking about healthy aging sort of in in the those who are maybe in their 40s who are starting to think proactively about aging, and they have one set of concerns, and very often this is women who are thinking about skin health, for example. Uh, what are some of the anti-aging things that they can do right now to prevent uh, more serious issues in the future? Immune health is another uh, topic that's on the mind of you know people in their 40s and early 50s who have recognized that this is a, a core element of of good health that's going to help them age better uh, longer. And of course, of course, weight management is another another element for this set of trying to you know make sure their weight is under control and isn't adding any kind of um, health issues to the body. On the other hand, when we look at people who are 55 and older, for example, they are already starting to think about things like brain health. Uh, cognitive function is a very big topic, especially when we hear news about Alzheimer's or dementia. Um, you know, boomers today, they have very much been a guiding force in the U.S. market for decades now, and they will continue to be a force, but now in the context of how can they maintain their good health for as long as possible. So brain health is one part of it. Heart health, of course, another basic. But I think mobility is something we don't think about as often, and we're going to start hearing more about that as people have more joint issues, arthritis issues, uh, bone health for women especially. So you can really see that there is a nice split between those two groups. Wow, the way you talk about it, it's like anti-aging or healthy aging is basically every single category in the health and nutrition market. It's definitely something that can bring into play a lot of things that we already are thinking about. I mean, if you think about heart health and promotion of heart health, even at a younger age, you know, and we look at uh, eating your oats for the beta-glucans or we look at things that are uh, cholesterol preventing. I mean, you're right. These are eternal topics that are being addressed uh, to people of all age, especially adults. 
but we know that when you get to a certain age, you know, these things become a little more um, pointed and targeted. And this is the part about the personalized nutrition that also comes into play. You know, when you think about um, when we're talking about personalized nutrition, part of the conversation has to do with genetics. And so this is less about your age and more about your genetic makeup. And if people have done any of those genetic tests or have found out information, that's one way of personalizing nutrition for your gene type or for any kind of predisposition you might have to something. Or if you see your, you know, your elders or other family members who are suffering from certain certain maladies or diseases and you want to watch out for that, then that's something that, again, is very personal. Um, another side of the personalized nutrition, though, that's less about age but also continues on into aging has to do with everyone's own sort of personal quirks and, and kind of weak spots, whether that's digestion, perhaps somebody had an injury earlier in life that now is manifesting as kind of arthritis or stiffness of joints. Maybe that's even something that's going to lead to a hip replacement or a knee replacement down the line. Uh, people who suffer from back injuries that then uh, get worse and worse as they get older. So you can really see that despite the general aging and trying to keep, you know, our organs in good shape and keep our skin and our bones in good health, uh, everybody individually has something that they're working on. So what ingredients are most featured in current anti-aging products and how do they fit into this personalized nutrition trend? So there's definitely a lot of supplements, you know, that we are familiar with from an everyday standpoint and certainly thinking of uh, things that are trying to get at bone health and brain health. But so for the older side, for example, functional ingredients like omega, omega fatty acids that we know uh, help with our brain uh, and good brain tissue is something that, again, it's popular for babies and kids, but it's also popular for older people. So we'll see that. The beta-glucans that I mentioned, um, those really good components that are found in oats, uh, also are something that is very familiar, but we're going to continue to see that grow. Uh, Innova Market Insights is a global firm with our headquarters in the Netherlands, and so we also are very tracking very closely some of the things that are going on in Europe and around the world, of course. And we know in Europe, there's only a, a European rules for claims that can be made on for ingredients and supplements are very strict. And right now for heart health, there are only plant sterols and oat beta-glucans, which can be, uh, which are approved for making a heart health claim. So that really reinforces their legitimacy and consequent popularity uh, for companies that are looking to add those products. Um, they are obviously looking to be able to make a solid claim. So for plant sterols and beta-glucan, that's really helpful. Uh, we also know with joint health for older people, we're familiar with things like glucosamine, of course, and chondroitin. So those are going to continue to be something popular. But rosehip extract is another one that's being touted for joint health. And I think we'll also see some botanicals start coming into play here. Um, we recognize that, and this is sort of when I think about food and culture, that traditional societies around the world have been tapping into botanical ingredients like ginger root or ginseng uh, for centuries. Turmeric is another one. And we're starting to see those connections being made to American consumers when they're looking at food as health and food as medicine. But we're also seeing science catch up with 
some of these beliefs uh, here in the United States and seeing and and Europe as well more uh, studies that are coming out that are reinforcing that these ingredients really do help. And so we'll continue to see that. On the younger side, we know for people, women especially, who are looking at beauty and skin health, collagen has been something that has been very popular in Asia, especially in Japan, for beauty health for many, many years. And we're starting to see collagen being called out in bone broth products and protein bars. Uh, some of the protein companies are also talking about collagen. Uh, protein itself, including whey protein, uh, is also really helpful for muscle building. Uh, so I think we're going to continue to see this protein trend play out and have applications in both for this beauty uh, collagen space as well as for um, muscular skeletal support for older people. So it's really interesting how the ingredients that we already kind of know are going to continue to expand and, and start being applied to consumers in new ways to meet these emerging needs. So what about emerging or upcoming ingredients that we can expect in the anti-aging market? Well, I think I'm always interested to see myself, but I, I, I think that looking at some of the botanicals that uh, also have a lot of appeal because consumers are recognizing them more, recognizing that they're real food, um, understanding that, you know, they maybe come from a plant, whereas, you know, other ingredients may come from a plant, but it's it's not as clear. Um, so I think that there's an opportunity for some new ingredients, especially high antioxidant ingredients, to come into play. Speaking of skin health, I know uh, an ingredient, sea um, buckthorn, has been something that in Europe and northern Europe and in other parts of the world has been linked to beauty care. And it's actually a berry, a very tart orange berry. Uh, and in northern Europe, sea buckthorn flavors cookies and yogurt, drinks, so that's something that we may be seeing a little bit more of eventually. Uh, also, our one of our sister companies at Anova, we have um, several websites that look at ingredients and nutrition ingredients. And from Nutrition Insights, just this week, uh, there has been a new study about the benefits of brown algae in the fight against arthritis. So when we think about sustainable ingredients that can now be sort of farmed and harnessed, uh, looking at different types of seaweed, sea plants, algae, even things like spirulina. Um, I think there's a, a lot of excitement around this area um, that has, you know, these ingredients are both sort of natural, so they're understood, but they also have all kinds of amazing compounds and elements that will support good health in a variety of ways. So we'll keep our eye out for new brown algae that may be in a format to help with our future brain health. Wow, that is really interesting. Thank you so much for joining me today, Kara. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you very much. And we look forward to hearing more on healthy aging supplements on Wednesday, September 27th at 1 p.m. at the Supply Side Central Stage. And Kara will also be speaking on sports nutrition, food, and beverages on September 28th, also at 1 p.m. Go to SupplySideShow.com for more information and to get registered. You can follow Insider on Twitter. Our handle is at NatProdInsider. Use the hashtag InsiderPodcast if you want to talk about this episode. 
on the supply side. Follow them on Twitter. The handle is at supply side. Use the hashtag SSWExpo when you're talking about the show. Of course, go to our website, naturalproductsinsider.com, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcasts. Thank you for listening to today's podcast, brought to you by Supply Side West. For additional podcasts featuring industry leaders and experts, visit naturalproductsinsider.com.